Good afternoon. Hello and welcome to everyone. I am Stacy Oosterink with this edition of The Green Room, broadcasting from... OMG, the actual Green Room. Uh, the Green Room is the podcast brought to you by the Newtown Players. And for the first time since its inception, we're all together in person and it is a fabulous feeling. So I have two um, uber special guests that I want to introduce to you. Actually, I want them to introduce themselves to you. Um, our first two directors of the season. So director number one, introduce yourself. Hi, my name's Randy Tusing, and I'm directing Hamlet. And director number two? I am Sarah Gravel, and I am directing Night on Broadway. Um, hi, you guys. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so here's what's so cool. Finally, here we are. It's summertime 2021. I feel like we've all emerged out of a cage <laughs> or a cave or wherever we all were locked away separately from one another. And we're all get to be in person, and Which you, cool. you guys are you. You get the first play of the the play of the season, there, Randy. You get to direct Hamlet. Yeah. Outside. Outside in the heat. <laughs> at Saint Mary, at, at Saint historic Saint Mary right. City, right? Yeah. Why Hamlet? Why not? Uh, there we go. That's a good answer. Um. It, I just it it's always been to me the the greatest play which influenced other plays like Death of a Salesman. And all my sons, and you can't go wrong with it. So you know that um, we have a special nickname for the shows that are done at Historic St. Mary City. Because they're done outdoors in August, our technical director has dubbed it Sweatin' to the Oldies. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. Yeah. I mean, it's always Shakespeare. I am old and I do sweat. Well, there it so. is. So, okay, so you got to tell me what your audition process was like, because you got to do auditions in person. Right, which was really, really nice. It, it was very cool to do, because it's been so long. And um, so people came out and people had... Uh, worked on some monologues and we had one from Hamlet and then they got to choose a comedic monologue and we just mix and matched and played. How was the turnout? Were people, I mean, did you have people who seemed to be a little hesitant or were people all in and ready to do this thing? Well, I mean, some had nerves, you know, like, like I, I, I still have nerves when I audition, you know, but no, they were all ready. They, they were all excited. Um, and we had a really, really good turnout considering it's summer and it's the first, especially with it being the first time that people are getting out and, yep. and doing things and you're going to want to go and see families and, you know, there's a lot involved, but I, I guess we had about, um, 30 people come out. Awesome. So that was, that was tremendous. I had no clue, you know, um, except for seeing, um, some Shakespeare down there, the first time I'd ever done Shakespeare myself, except for directing the first time I was in Shakespeare was, what, two years ago when we did Julius Caesar. Yeah, I saw that. It was phenomenal. Um, okay, so that, so that was the last Shakespeare to be done yeah. before the world stopped. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you're in, you're in rehearsals now? Yes. We uh, had a read through and we're on Tuesday will be our fourth rehearsal um, where we're into some rough blocking and, and some character things, and, and then we'll start tearing apart and getting into the meat. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Sarah, so you will be directing 
the first show inside the Three Notch Theater in what will be 18 months? Yes. 19 months? Something yes. like that. Crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. The last, show to, the last show inside was She Loves Me, right? No, no. Was I love you? You're perfect now. Change. Yes, I love. Oh, yes. It yes. was the other love. The one. other one about love. The other yes. love mm-hmm. one. Okay, yeah. so the, that was that was the last show to be done in the building mm-hmm. for an audience. Yeah, you'll have the next one. I know, right? Yes, which makes me, in the words of Little Red Riding Hood, it makes me feel excited and scared. <laughs> 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 and so, from Into the Woods, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I am so psyched for it, but also. Uh, you feel, I know what to expect. I've directed shows here before. I've been in shows. But you also feel like you don't know what to expect in a way because it sort of feels like it is the same world, but it's not. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's, um, you, yeah, we're just, we're very excited. And I have a great production team, so it'll be good. Yeah, so I'm lucky enough to be part of your production team, which makes <laughs> me very, which makes me very happy. Um, so we've talked, I mean, I know when we were doing the early planning, we didn't know things were going to open up, and we were talking about, okay, well, we'll just do video auditions. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's been, okay, videos by this date. No, wait. What about these for live? Oh, okay. But you have to have a mask, so just video. No, wait. We can do live. It's just, you know, it's just, it felt, it you know, like everything. It was just changing very quickly. But I'm happy for it. It's good. I'm happy to be flexible if it means we can see people in person. So, um it's very exciting that yeah. we will have in-person auditions. Yeah. So, um, and when are those auditions? Go ahead and plug it now. We are having auditions um, Sunday, June. Hold on. Let me get the. Let me get my phone so I can look at my calendar. <laughs> Just like every good director, she mm-hmm. has to double check her notes. Now, Randy, did you have you had auditions in person? Yes. Outside. Outside. Yeah. Masks or no? No. You still, we were, we were done with that, right? Well, I mean, if somebody was more comfortable in a mask, yeah. you know, I, I still walk around, you know, we do it at school still and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have, you have that. So I'm, I'm going to do whatever makes somebody comfortable. Right. Right. So, all right, go ahead, Sarah. Sunday, June 6th and Tuesday, June 9th. Right. Sunday from 3.30 to 5.30, Tuesday from 6.30 to 9.30 or right. 8.30. So Sunday and Tuesday, second week in June. It's going to be great. Yeah. Come audition. Cool. Come in, sing. In person. In person. Bring your Broadway song, one to two minutes, which is 32 to 64 bars. And you can br- and have an accompaniment track for yourself. Make it a little bit easier. And um, it'll just be really lovely to see everyone in person, see their facial expressions in person. So, and, and, and you know, like Randy was saying, I'm sure people will have nerves. And I, I get nervous every single time I audition, no matter how many times you know, I do it. So, uh, but the important thing is just to come have fun and just come sing. We just want to have people who are excited to perform. Right. Right. I mean, everybody's, everybody's in the same boat now. I mean, all of us who have acted, directed, these are all things we haven't done. I've got, I'm part of a, an adult choir. We haven't sung together in 18 months. It's like, okay. I haven't, sung on a regular basis in a year and a half except in the car or the shower um but it's not the same it's not and it's you know you're knocking off the rust quite a bit um so how about you randy have you found that you know things have uh, do you find it easy that the the routine is kind of like 
is it like falling off a bicycle that it just happens naturally? Well, Nelsie, being on the directing side this time, that kind of felt natural. Right. But if I were on the acting side, I'd go through what the other actors did. You know, you, you go in, you do your best stuff, and then it's all in the hands of the director and their staff, you know. Yep, you just it, let the It's chips like any fall. other boss. It's, you go in and you strut your stuff the best you can. Right, right. So I know, Randy, in your personal life, in your real life, your <laughs> non-theater life, I mean, you're an art teacher yes. at Leonardtown High School. Yes. So how's that been, teaching art <laughs> virtually? Well, after I got over the terror because I'm not... I'm technologically challenged. Okay. Um, but I had a lot of good people help me. I mean, I was in panic because I didn't know if I was going to even sound like me. You, you mean I have to sit at a desk and talk to a computer with a bunch of emojis and not see anybody's oh, faces yeah. and sound like a real person? You know, that that was that was... A panic. And then what do you mean I have to look at my computer screen and a second monitor and show things up on the smart board and have a camera on my hand to demonstrate what I'm doing? But I mean, now it's, I mean, it's easy. Do I, if I had my choice, no, I want to do in person. Right. But it, it was really, really challenging because I'm not used to it. Like, young people or even younger adults. I wasn't, I'm old. I wasn't brought, you know, when I grew up, computers took up entire rooms and warehouses. Right. So. You and I aren't that far apart. Oh, yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> so in the in the interest of full disclosure, Randy and I have known each other since I was in high school. Yes. Um, Randy actually choreographed me when I was doing musicals yes. in, in, in high school. So we have a long stay, and I have been directed by Randy. Um, Randy has yet to come out and audition for a show that I'm directing, though. So we may have to break a mold <laughs> here. <laughs> there may be a reason for that. No. I just never knew when auditions were. Oh, well, we'll make sure we fix that, too. Um, well, like speaking of Brighton that, Beach. I said I said Tuesday, June 9th, but that's Tuesday, June 8th. Oh, you six told and eight. Yeah, six and eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. six, 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 eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But the, the day is right, Sunday and Tuesday. Sunday yes. and Tuesday. You got it? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so being a director has pretty much come easy to you, Randy. So that's kind of the routine. Now, Sarah, you're, I mean, obviously you have plenty of directing experience, but here... You're a fairly new director. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right? yeah, with uh, Suicide Christmas Carol with you. Which we got in yes. just under the wire, by the way. I know, right? Just by the skin of our teeth <laughs> right before <laughs> the pandemic happened. So, which was wonderful. And then I music directed The Night on Broadway That Never Was. Right. Um, and so that was slated right after, you know, I mean, Almost Maine was about to go on know, stage. Yeah, they, they were. Yeah. It was showtime. And so we were close to that. You know, we were the next show. We were well into rehearsals, knee deep in um, choreography. We had learned our music. So, um, so yeah, I, I kind of get at least, you know, I had half a show under my belt of Night on Broadway. And now back to back again. (laughs) Here we are. (laughs) Yeah. So what are the changes that you, I mean, have you, I, I mean, Night on Broadway is I think I think is a great choice for us to have first thing in the book because we 
we didn't know where we we're going to be, right? We don't know what kind of life we're going to be living. Things have been changing so rapidly. So that's one of those shows that can be scaled and be flexible. Have you got any ideas on, I mean, seeing where the trend is, I mean, I know there have been a lot of discussion about, all right, we're going to do all solo numbers. Right, yeah. And there'll be six feet, of everybody, will, one will come in and one will leave. and no, But now it may be that, you know, your repertoire can expand a little bit. That's what I'm hoping, and that is what we're thinking. So Jay McCulka is my assistant director, and he was in the cast of Night on Broadway, the the show the, that never was. The show that never was. Yeah, the night on Broadway that never was. <laughs> he also was a big help. Uh, I, my time is, you know, everything seems like last year, but it was really two years ago yeah, because yeah. last year was just like a in a black hole somewhere. Um, but night on Broadway 2019, he came and helped a lot for that. He was just on the sidelines as a helper. So he's really familiar with the show and he'll be fabulous. And um, as things are opening up and we're thinking about it more. We're definitely going to have some group numbers. It seems like we can have more of the night on Broadway we're used to. Um, one thing that is my own take that I'm kind of bringing to it is I do really want it to be collaborative between the performers and myself. So I have a list of songs in mind that I'm very interested in, but I also am planning to get feedback from my singers. And if someone has something fabulous in their rep that works into the songs that we're already doing, Let's do it. That's great. I mean, to me, that's the joy of cabaret. We can, we don't have to have a specific role that we're filling. We can shape it to the the cast that we have. So we're just going to be looking for singers that are dynamic, that are, you know, great performers and really strong musicians that will be able to, you know, create a great show with their input. So that's, that's, that's the take that I'm bringing to it. And all positive, uplifting songs. I love some drama and some angst as much as, as much as anybody, but we've had a, a year of drama and angst. So this is going to be a show that's all about, you know, uplifting, positive, looking to the future, um, you know, some romance songs thrown in there, but. So uplifting and joyful, yes. a lot like Hamlet. <laughs> yes. There's yeah. a joke for you. Yeah. Um, so I'm finding all the comedy in it. I <laughs> bet you are. So there is, I mean, that's one of the interesting things about Shakespeare, right? So, um, Sarah, you and I actually, we've talked about this before. You are, you are okay with the whole dramatic and angst and whatever, and I am so not. If yeah. it were me, every show would be happy, joyful, uplifting comedy from one end to the other. Right, right, I realize. But I think it's because I've spent... Um, the last like 10 to 12 years of my life parenting teenagers. <laughs> Luckily, my children have now just grown <laughs> out of that. But I, once you've been a long-term parent of teenagers, you realize that you've had all the angst you can handle. <laughs> There's enough drama. So yeah. I want to shove all that aside. So um, yeah, so your cast, Randy, is you have a varied cast. Yeah. You have some super young dynamic actors and then you've got some seasoned actors. I mean, yep. you you guys run the gamut. I saw that cast list come out and went, wow. Isn't it cool? <laughs> it's very cool. It's very cool. So um, have you had any early surprises or are we still too early in the process that you can- Surprises you know, is what? Like something that you've seen that, or maybe something you discovered in the audition process that made you go, oh, I have to have this person. Oh, yeah, there was some great stuff. Yeah? Oh, you're going to yeah. play it all close to the vest, are you? Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm just trying to. But it's gonna. It, it, I think it will be very good. Um, I'm not handling it as a costume drama. It's just today, and it's very minimal. And I want the focus to be on the performers, and to make it. Um, I don't know, understandable. Yeah. If 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 that makes any sense. I love that. No, I do too. I and well, and what I do also love is so for those people who those folks who have been to see a Shakespeare show down at um, Historic St. Mary City, we I mean, Newtown Players uses adaptations. I mean, you do not want all I mean, look, we all love Shakespeare. There's a lot of words, man. My man loved him some words. <laughs> so oh, yeah. we have um, Jenny Meisinger who is absolutely brilliant at adapting Shakespeare. And I know she adapted Hamlet. Yes. Um, yes. So, so she keeps the good parts. And a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the extra words kind of go away. Right. Um, so, but it's, it's, you know, it's fun because like at Leonardtown, we do the complete work when we do Shakespeare. And so it's, it's very much fun to get to the meat. What, one, I, I mean, I remember probably the first Shakespeare I ever saw was Zeffirelli's Romeo and Juliet. And I mean, I always loved theater, but I never sat down and read Shakespeare. But this was the first one I saw. And we went as an entire school. And I'm going, well, this will be interesting because it's at the Uptown in D.C. and right? everything. Walked out of there going, I can understand Shakespeare. So I want to make it that kind of feel where you go away and you understand what you saw, even if you can't translate every word that's being spoken. Right. If that I, makes sense. I, no, it makes perfect sense. I mean, I think a lot of people who are not, even those who are, they consider themselves theater people, right? They're, they're musical people, right? Or they're Neil Simon people, but they're like, yeah, I don't do Shakespeare. But I do, I love Shakespeare. Um, so it's a big deal when you can make, when you can make your audience and you can get them there, you know, to understand where we're, cause where it we is are. intimidating. <laughs> so, so it's great when it can be accessible. I mean, I remember just seeing the Leonardo DiCaprio, um, version and who was in that with him? Claire Danes. Claire, Claire Danes. Danes. Yes. And, um, that was really neat. And I remember watching, Denzel Washington and Keanu Reeves in the movie Much version Ado. of Much Ado About Nothing and feeling that same way, oh, I get this. Yep. Because of, the, and the Much Ado About Nothing movie was a little bit more traditional, whereas the Romeo and Juliet was the modern setting with right. the traditional right. words. Anyways, but when you when you have a director that I think is, their aim is to make it accessible, that it just widens the audience that can enjoy it. It's sure. really cool. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's like you and and your cast will be translating lyrics and making them accessible and and making it meaningful. You know, yeah, there, there's but, really yeah. no difference. Well, I it's probably harder with Shakespeare, but, but <laughs> I think you you probably have you probably have the the harder task. But yes, in a way, that is true that you have. Whether it's song or, um, you know, antiquated language, either way, there is something that you need to, the performer has to translate that to the audience and, and emote to the audience enough to say, let me explain to you 
what is happening in here so that you feel something and you connect to this. Right. Because they're not, in both of these shows, you're not given, you don't have the normal dialogue that you would get in, you know, like a, a, a current play, you know, um, or a TV show or those kinds of vehicles where the, you know, the regular, the regular viewer can sit and watch and go, yeah, I completely understand what was going on because, you know, he said this and then did that, you know. So there, yeah, that's a great analogy that there's a lot of parallels between mm -hmm. the two. And it's not just, you know, it's not just you have a lot of pretty voices and you come and hear beautiful songs or whatever. The connection always between audience and performer is the performer bringing them in and translating and you feel the heart and you feel the emotion or, or whatever you're trying to get across. Right. Which is interesting. I wonder, you know, as we look at that parallel, when I am teaching voice lessons, sometimes my student, I'll say, you know, what do you, what do you, what do you want to communicate? You know, are you going the route of, okay, I'm going to embody this character or is there something personal that you want to communicate through this song? And sometimes, you know, I've had students, both, uh, you know, kids and adults. Well, I'm just going to, I'm just getting the notes right now. Or I'm just, and I said, you know what, even when you're getting the notes, like you, you have to start now to say, I want to emote because otherwise it's just a lullaby. It's right. just pretty, right. you know? And, uh, so even if you don't have all the, you know, so I wonder how that connection goes with Shakespeare. You know, you're learning your lines, but at the same time, you got to start from the very beginning. You know, it's not, to me, it's not a process. You layer, for, the intent has to be there, even when you're in the learning process. Right, right. I've helped a couple of younger actors when auditioning for Shakespeare, and they're like, I just don't. And I'm, so it helps. And Randy, I don't know if you do this, but I, I find it would it was easier with them if I took it line by line and said, what do you think they're saying here? N yes, I know literally what they're saying, but what do you think they're really saying? And um, the activity of giving having them give it, give it to me in their language, right. not in Shakespeare's language. language. Yeah, so... Um, how about the adaptation? Is there any of that, or is it pretty true to... Oh, no, it's it's true. Jenny doesn't... Does not muck about no, with the language. No, no, no. Yeah. It's, and it's... It, she did... Well, I've so I've been involved with Julius Caesar and with this, and seeing Jenny's work up close, as well as, you know, watching some past performances. Oh, yeah. But... Um, Jenny has such a way with storytelling and with making sure that the story is intact and the emotions are intact, you know, and not just, oh, we cut here and we cut here and we cut here. No, it's, it's, it's very learned and considered and the adaptation is gorgeous. Love Just it. Just gorgeous. Love, yeah. So Shakespeare has become, um, that, that show has become one of my favorites. It's a, it's a great night out. You know, you sit out under the stars and, you know, I will be happy to let everybody know the weekend I'm going because inevitably the weekend that I go is the week that they, we get the 80 degree days. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the performers are all so pumped because they're like, <laughs> yes! So watch it not happen this year. I need something wood to knock on. Um, but yeah, so... <laughs> so... Um, but it, it's become one of my favorites because, yeah, that's kind of it. I mean, my husband will go with me and he's like, yeah, I don't get Shakespeare until he goes and sits and, and he goes, all right, so do I have this right? And we'll talk about it like at the intermission. I'm like, yep, you got it. And he goes, huh, like, look at that. You do get Shakespeare. <laughs> you really do. Um, so, Sarah, I mean, how a scale of one to ten, how excited are you? Seriously. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So excited. Um, I mean, for Shakespeare as well as Night on Broadway, by the way. <laughs> but for Night on Broadway, super excited to be um, – just to be moving forward with that and to have people audition again and to have that process again inside the building. It's just, it's just amazing because it's really been – it was necessary, but it was – depressing to to not be able to to share in that for so long so yeah I feel very lucky even though a little bit not nervous of how it's going to go but just nervous for any procedural type hoops but it seems like a lot of those are kind of going away but um but yeah I mean I'm just so excited to be back in the building and be involved in the process so do you have a, an ideal cast size in mind? Your show is a little more flexible than Randy's. Yes, it is. Um, I think that um, keeping it smaller is is good and will fit the vision of what we're going for. Um, but so, you know, maybe four and four or five and five with um, five men and five women. But again, you just don't know who's going to come out for the show. So I don't I still don't you know, it doesn't have to be. We want, we want an even number, but, um, mostly I just, you know, we're looking for strong singers, strong performers. So the show is all singing. And so being a strong singer is essential for it, but there's lots of different kinds of strong singers. Oh, absolutely. So it's not just one archetype that we're necessarily looking for. Yeah. Right. I mean, you have to have singers who can um, tell a story, right? Yes. And there's a very different, there's a big difference in the story that Christine from Phantom is telling to the story that, that Fred from Once Upon a Mattress is telling. Exactly. Yes. Um, they're very, very different stories and they're both very, very, you know, important as our sound engineer goes, nah, they're the same. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. so. So, yeah, I mean, we're, um, I'm thinking, uh, you know, four men, four women as of right now, and then we'll um, we'll see how it goes. And I, I think the key to to feeling good about an audition is all in, you know, is you just you want to be very prepared. You know, you want to feel really comfortable with your song inside it out because you can bank on having nerves pull you pull back whatever you're doing at home. Sure, just a tinge. So if you if you prepare a little bit for that and um, some good self-talk to say, it's okay. <laughs> what I tell my students to say is when you start feeling your nerves, say, that's okay that I'm nervous. It's perfect. That's, I'm supposed to be nervous. That's natural. Hopefully it helps uh, to not have, you know, the nerves get the best of you type thing. But it's a very warm, loving environment, you know? Oh, absolutely. If- well, so here's the other thing that I, 
like to tell people whenever I have an audition and, and Randy, I know you, you embody this too. There is a, you know, when you go in, people are very concerned about, they want to be perfect. They want their audition to be perfection. And, and there is perfection in the imperfect. If you are singing a song that means something to you and your voice cracks because you feel emotional about it, that imperfection makes the song more perfect. The same way if you are delivering a, um, a read on a monologue or something and you stumble over the words in your emotion, well, that's kind of what you would do in real life. And that imperfection helps build the perfection of the emotion that is being conveyed. So, um, you know, uh, auditioning is, auditioning is nerve wracking for everybody. You don't want to be too perfect. You want to be, you want to be perfectly in the moment. Yeah. I think is probably the best way to do it is the best way to say it. And also, you know, that it's, we're all just people. And so I, I'm not someone, you know, Oh gosh, can I start it over again? Of course you can. You know, like yes, go for it. There's no, we, we're not. Uh, this is why she's the nice one because I'd be like, no, honey, <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> you know, we want everyone to feel comfortable and just, and at least because what you want when you when as as a, when I audition for something, I want to leave feeling like, you know what, I gave it my all, and you know, if if that means starting again or something wonderful, you know, because then you can at least say, because everyone can't be cast in every show, which kind of stinks. I hate that part of directing. Honestly, I, I, that's why I'm not, you know, to be like a manager of people. I, I don't, I don't, I, I want to, I'm happy to train people, but I don't, I don't ever want to tell anyone, um, the no and the yes, like you can't work here anymore. This is know? why, so Sarah and I directed, Randy, Sarah and I directed together. Sarah's the good cop. I am not. <laughs> Just you tell also me who are I'm working with. That's it. Right, right. Randy is Randy's both. Randy's like, you know, he's very much the whole, okay, darling. Okay, honey, you're good, you're good. And then it's like, that's not what I told you to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it's it's I think we're all coming out of it feels like to me anyway, that we're all coming out of this big sleep, right? I can see that side of it, but being in school. My sleep days are over. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They yeah. they were over when technology hit. I mean, yeah. I always, you know, would do stuff, but no, I'd go straight home from school and sit at the kitchen table and try to create some more stuff. And I'm a slow typist and I'm slow at everything. And I'd look up at the clock and go, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just, yeah, I totally get that. I mean, but it, for, I mean, I think I, I don't know if either one of you heard the the podcast that was done with our recent graduates, but they all said, you know, they were all like gangbusters at first. It was like, okay, we're gonna create at home, and then it all kind of fell off a cliff, and everybody stopped, and they just couldn't be motivated to do it. And now, trying to get back into the swing of it, everybody's shaking off the rust. Mm -hmm. um, everybody's coming out back out into the sun and blinking at how bright it is. Yeah, um, wonderful. And it is. And so everybody's kind of starting new, which is kind of exciting. I mean, you know, um, that's got to excite you. I mean, the enthusiasm level for Hamlet has to be super high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who's more excited, you or your cast, do you think? Me. You. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, they're, uh, they're just as excited. I mean, we haven't had that many rehearsals, but they come in and they're willing to try everything. So, and I just say, create. I don't have all the answers. Yeah. But be ready for me to stop you. Yeah. Oh, I, you gave me this idea. <laughs> Here, try this. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's, it's, and you'll have a ball, Sarah. I mean, it'll be the same thing. The yeah. collaboration is just so much fun. I'm really, I'm really excited. I love all forms of theater, but, I mean, musical theater is my niche. So I'm, I'm really excited to just kind of jump in and, and create, like you said, and just, and hopefully deliver something where the audience is walking away with a little, you know, pep in their step afterwards. Like, oh, you know, that's, that's what, that's um, what you hope that uh, after a really long, hard year and a half mm -hmm. that people can say, oof, that was just what I needed. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be so cool. It is. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming. Um, I, I'm super excited. I can't wait to see Hamlet and uh, cheer. And I may have to show up for more than one weekend so that you'll get cool better. Beans. You'll get better weather. <laughs> um, and then Sarah, I mean, you know, we're gonna we're gonna rock it out. We're gonna have auditions and, yes. and have a good time. And um, on June sixth and June eighth, Sunday and Tuesday. Sunday and Tuesday. <laughs> yep. Well, and here's the magic part is that I can actually start on these podcasts saying, you know, make sure you write down our, our website address or whatever, because you're going to get to buy tickets to actual shows. You know, I mean, I, there was a time I was afraid I wasn't going to be able to say that mm -hmm. there was that there had gotten, yeah. it, things had gotten a little dark, but man, like the Beatles said, here comes the sun, yep. you know, we're, we're feeling here it, it is. Yep. Well, Back in full force. Yes. Super <laughs> excited. All right. Thank you both for coming. Uh, I got to give the credits on this thing. Um, you have been listening to The Green Room, which is a podcast created by the Newtown Players. I'm your host, Stacey Oosterink. Um, our producers are Kenny Faison and Stacey Park. Um, our fantastic in-person recording engineer is Mr. Steve Pugh. Our mixing engineer, the man who does the Lord's work, editing out all of my bloopers, is Tim Joyce. The theme song you heard as the lead-in was composed and played by the fabulous Hunter Martin. You can find the Newtown Players on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You just have to search for Newtown Players. That's Newtown with an E. Put an E at the end of that. Uh, you can listen to The Green Room on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. And if you have an interesting idea for a future episode, write down this email address. Podcast at newtownplayers.org newtown with an e find us on the web at www.ntpshows.com that's where you're gonna buy tickets so bookmark it um thanks for joining us in person live in the green room so long <laughs>